0: Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio, where we'll talk about news, education, and opportunities for small businesses on the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and in Washington, D.C. I'm Michelle Yancey.
1: And I'm Kyle Todd. Welcome to Rhode Island Avenue Radio. Hey, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Rhode Island Avenue Radio. How are you doing today, everyone? How are you, Ron?
0: Hey Kyle, good to hear from you today. Uh, all is well. It's a beautiful day in uh, Ward Five here on Rhode Island Avenue. So uh, yeah, man, all is well. The uh, the weather could not be
1: more perfect, uh, especially now that all of um, all of the restrictions have been lifted uh, and 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 people are going out to uh, to socialize and um, visit some of the fantastic new restaurants and bars in the area and all through the D.C. area, uh, it could not be a better time uh, to have really good weather like this. Absolutely. Uh, so uh, so Father's Day coming up, it will have gone past by the time this broadcast, but, but what are you doing for Father's Day?
0: Well, I'm hoping to take it easy, but um, I got a feeling the family had some activities planned, so I will fall in line and uh, do what they tell me to do. <laughs>
1: like a good dad
0: (laughs) but just so you know I I could have just been content just firing up the grill and uh, chilling but you know I won't mess up their plans (laughs) Uh, that,
1: that, that you're being a trooper my friend you're being a trooper um, well, just in case, uh, anybody out there in the business world is, is interested, we've got a grant cycle open right now. So if you are looking for grant support for storefront improvement, uh, you know, new signage, fresh coat of paint, uh, or, uh, or you need some help with, um, getting, getting some of the back end stuff, uh, caught up, your, your bookkeeping, uh, helping with, um, um a point of sale system or or anything like that a new marketing plan for the for the new opening um you can visit ria or you can visit bladensburgroad.org um those are both of our programs and uh you can download the application there if you are a business located um on one of those corridors or in the greater ward 5 area of DC uh And <clears throat> there are all sorts of opportunities opening up right and left for businesses to get some support throughout the city. So be sure and check um, coronavirus.dc.gov uh, under businesses for some of the other opportunities that are coming out for businesses. Um, and um, as always, we want to give a big shout out to our sponsors, the Department of Small and Local Business Development. Uh, and the Department of Housing and Community Development. It's their grants to us that not only help us produce this show, but uh, allows us to be able to provide services to the businesses of the Rhode Island Avenue Main Street and the Bladensburg Road Main Street programs in the Greater Ward 5 area of the District of Columbia. So big thank you to DSLBD and DHCD. so our guest today uh, is a relatively new business on Rhode Island Avenue, and uh, it, it's an exciting business for a lot of reasons. Um, and uh, let, well, let's just get right to it. I, there's no, no sense in me trying to describe it when uh, our, our, our guest, Jennifer Ferris from Bandura Design is joining us. Jennifer, how are you doing today?
2: Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me
1: yeah so you guys actually opened um last last july like you know kind of the middle of the pandemic Uh, yeah (laughs) uh, welcome thank Um, you and uh and you are a unique uh design firm so an all women design firm founded by women all run by women um and uh bring great sense of design and assistance to businesses already here Uh, your business neighbors are already talking about the fantastic ways you're helping them out so um, yeah
2: well it's been really exciting to join this block um, in this neighborhood in ward five i started this company about five years ago but um, we were in rental locations and kind of moving around as we grew from space to space and um, we finally had the opportunity to find a permanent home when we found our shop on Rhode Island Avenue. Um, and so we're really, really glad to have landed here in this neighborhood and, and have our you know, chance to build and grow here.
1: Well, we're thrilled to have you. Uh, does it, do you have a, um, a, a specialty or do you do commercial? Do you do residential? Both. Um, tell us about yeah. your firm.
2: Yeah, so we do uh, commercial interior design and we specialize in hospitality and multifamily. So doing a lot of hotel renovations and apartment buildings, either renovating existing apartment buildings or uh, we do a lot of new construction, which we work with architects and do um, the space planning and the interior finishing for apartment buildings that are being built in the area. Uh, But we also actually have kind of expanded, we have some projects in North Carolina, Indianapolis, um, out to Denver. So <laughs> we we go where our, where our owners go and as they expand and develop across the country, we work with them um, in different cities. And so we've just been really expanding this last couple of years and having a lot of really cool opportunities, um, but mostly in the DC area.
1: It's been, to me, fascinating to watch particularly new apartment buildings um, that are going up in the DC area you know they there seems to be such an amazing uh, sense of design that and, and, and a really a lot of thought given to um, those communal areas the, the the entrances the lobbies the um, the outside communal spaces is is that a new trend
2: You know it is pretty new I would say 10 years I would, you know kind of growing more and more um sophisticated um it's actually how I got involved in doing apartment buildings because they started to follow the trends of hotels and the people that were developing the apartment buildings were trying to um compete with the you know the demands of the market so they wanted to get flashier and Um, you know, give it more of that hotel vibe. So when you walk into an apartment building, instead of just feeling like, you know, a corporate lobby, you feel like you're in a hotel lobby. So they started hiring the hospitality designers and um, engaging us to kind of create those same types of co-working spaces and social spaces in the apartment buildings. And I think it's especially relevant in the D.C. area because the the, you know, land is so limited and hard to come by. And so the units are getting smaller and smaller. um, And so they're basically kind of counterbalancing that with providing better social spaces or community spaces. You're giving up square footage in your actual apartment, you know, (laughs) unit, but you can then host people in the social spaces. So it's sort of a give and take that I think is the trend and how we can... um, provide opportunities for people to engage and connect in those social spaces, I think is what is our really exciting challenge. And, you know, just creating a different type of living dynamic that I think people didn't really expect or um, demand before.
1: You know, your your comparison to hotel lobbies is is so spot on, obviously, because you know what you're talking about. But also, uh, you know, I just remember walking in... Uh, a couple of new apartments, and thinking, wow, I feel like I just walked into a like a luxury hotel here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's true. And yeah. I, I mean, the thing about Rhode Island Avenue is that the development um, is just booming here. The, the opportunities um, are growing, and the people are bringing um, you know amazing new place new new placemaking to this area. So, um, you know, the types of projects that we're working on. Um, they're just, they're all over the city, but there's a lot happening in this neighborhood. So for us, as part of, um, our industry, it's really exciting to be here where we're seeing it all happening live, you know, on our block.
1: Did the, did the pandemic, uh, impact, uh, any of, any of your work? Cause it seems like work has just continued on as far as building and developing.
2: So we were lucky last year that, Construction was considered an essential service and so the work that we really do wasn't stopped the way some other people's businesses were put on halt. Um, Our jobs that were already under construction were able to stay under construction and for the most part our projects the, the new projects coming in slowed down but the ones that we already had going didn't didn't halt for the most part so we had a rough year in terms of growth, but we managed to stay consistent you know, with our work throughout because of the projects that were already on construction. Um, what has happened <laughs> this year is that as soon as everyone realized that we were going to recover and move forward, things that they'd put on hold for six to nine months last year, they all decided to start them at the same time. <laughs> so, <laughs> so far 2021 has been the most epic, amazing year um, of our business in the last five years, but it's because everyone really just started at once. They all gained confidence in the same time frame and just decided, okay, let's move forward. We're going to be okay. So we're managing to really, um, try to keep up with the workflow right now. It's exciting. I mean, we have hired three new people this year. Um, so wow. I know, <laughs> I'm thinking last year, the whole year, I was wondering if we were going to have to rent out our space to, to somebody else that, you know, if we were going to even make it. And then here we are in this unbelievable growth period. So you never know. You just have to kind of be able to pivot and keep moving. Um, with things as they, as they happen in real time. It's very interesting.
0: That is, that is awesome, Jennifer. Uh, So I, I wanted to ask if you are seeing sort of new trends, not, not just from physical types of things, but colors and other kinds of designs. Like has COVID forced any new trends that are, you know, sort of active in your world these days? Well,
2: I think what has happened is that some of the trends that we already saw starting have just, um, kind of pushed forward much faster. The trend for working from anywhere and co-working, working from home was already starting to kind of permeate and we were already starting to see the need to create um, sort of co-working environments in apartment buildings and conference rooms and private workspaces. Um, but it was small and you know a cup maybe one or two here or there. And So now with this last year and the change in people's work environment, that has just become a super high priority and developers are dedicating a lot more physical space to those types of functions. Um, Also things as mundane as package storage, you know, (laughs) like the amount of deliveries being made to an apartment building um, is so exponentially more in the last year. Uh, because of the way people are living and shopping um, it's just it it took a trend that was already happening and just kind of turned the dial to maximum volume Um, so those are some of the things that have really been needing a lot of attention from our developers and our property owners it's like okay as a designer we come in and we figure out how to adapt a space that that they already have to do a different function Um, and so that's kind of a big piece of what we're, we're seeing, but in terms of the, you know, style, I I don't think there is just one particular style trend that's happening. I think that people, they tend to kind of move through phases and things are popular for a while and they move, you know, from one thing to the next. But at the end of the day, what the function of the space is what really drives it. And so you can kind of refresh the aesthetics, the surface things. As long as you get the operational pieces in place and working, um, you can kind of you can make it look like a trend pretty easily. Like you can you can keep up with the trend changes as long as you have the functional operational pieces in place.
0: Awesome, awesome. Um, I also wonder, um, You know, I was I was laughing when you mentioned Amazon because like. You know, we get so many packages on our block every day, yeah. so it's, it's, it's pretty ridiculous. But um, are, are developers also thinking about other infrastructure? Like, you know, if you think back before work at home was a thing, you know, people had, you know, just, just Internet. But now, you know, with the whole family being home and, again, some transitioning back and some still going to be in that posture, you know, what are they doing in terms of infrastructure, whether it's, you know, a bigger pipe coming in uh, with more bandwidth and that kind of thing. Does, do, do those ever percolate to your level as a, as a designer, figuring those kind of things out?
2: You know, I would say we are engaged in some of the conversations um, early on when we're building a new building and they're trying to sort of plan for um, being able to service the community for you know, 10, 15, 20, 25 years, um, mostly to think about you know, what is the future going to look like? And when, how can we plan now for something we don't even know is going to exist in five to 10 years? Um, that's one of the biggest challenges of being a designer in a time where there's so much rapid development happening. And the technology changes you know we go into buildings all the time now and we're tearing out the um internet cafes you know <laughs> which were <laughs> the hot rage not that long ago where everybody needed a place to go and actually use a desktop computer and so that was something that was like very important to provide to residents and now we go in and we're tearing them out and reinventing them into these flex spaces so i think the infrastructure that developers are really having to bring in um it happens probably more in the civil and um engineering sort of side of the business you know in terms of professional trades and not as much as interior designers but i think we're always um in those conversations to make sure that we're we're coordinating with the right people on the teams to get that stuff to happen um technology is going to keep changing and and i think more than being able to um think about solving every single problem. It's more about how do you adapt quickly? Because there's always going to be some new technology and some new thing happening. Um, and and you can't necessarily build foreseeing what the next five years or 10 years is going to be. You just have to know that you're going to be able to adapt and kind of flex to it.
1: Got tell it. us a little bit about your team, Jennifer. Um, you've. F- it, it seems like everybody's got their own uh, specialty within your team, but working together in amazing ways.
2: Yeah, I you know what I I started this business um, after working for some really amazing people in my career. So I you know I worked at other firms before I started my own. And um, but one of the things that I really wanted to do was try to build a business that was um, a design firm centered around the people that worked for the firm and not centered around the clients. And I will say that most of my clients know this already, so I can say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, for us, if if you are looking internally at your team and you're providing what they need in terms of um, health, healthy work-life balance and emotional and support and um, professional support and growth opportunities, um, if you really provide an environment where people thrive the projects will will thrive in return so the clients will get the best service um, if you're if you have the team that's that's being provided the best opportunity I guess if I could sort of make that make sense <laughs> in my head it, in my head it makes sense
1: it makes so, total sense
2: <laughs> so I, I really focus internally on um, making each person on this team uh, valued and autonomous in their own work because I think as creatives you want to have a voice and you want to have an opinion, and that's important. It's not just um, an ego thing. It's like your passion. It's, it's like, you know, design is who you are as an internal sort of um, piece of, of your being. And so for each person on the team, you know, they need to have the power to bring their ideas to the table and really flex those creative muscles and not feel like they're just a cog in the wheel or just... You know, generating something from somebody else's direction. So, what it, it really allows us to have this um, unbelievably diverse creative team that each person brings their own personal style, their own personal experiences to the table. And you know, I'm an editor at best. You know, I, I kind of collect the information and and help people find um, you know, where maybe their strengths are and where kids they have opportunities to improve. But um, at the end of the day, each person on the team is really creating something unique. Um and I, I, I would I'm proud of them because they each have the opportunity to find their strengths but also improve on, you know, their skill sets. So they help each other. You know, if somebody on the team has one strength um, you know, they really invest in the other people on the team to help build that in someone else, and so, um, because we're a small team, we're able to do that, we're able to really help uh, grow each other's skill sets and talents, um, and flourish. It, I mean, it's amazing to watch how much each person on this team has grown in the last, you know, four years, and I, you know, at this point, um, as I've added people, I haven't lost anyone, um, which is also a great testament to the fact that it's working because, um, you know, the people that have joined this team have become invested in the company, in what we believe in, what we stand for. Um, and, and they, they're, ha- they're people actually are happy to come to work here. They're, they thrive in this environment and that's what's so important to me.
1: I mean, every time I've walked past and, and glanced in, and it looks like everybody's having so much fun in there. Yeah,
2: we know. we have a lot of fun. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, I mean, at the end of the day, okay, so I'm a business owner, but I'm also a human being who wants to have a great life and have fun at work. So I want to come to work and enjoy being here and look forward to it. And so that's important to me, that that's a part of our environment. I want other people that want to come here and have fun and laugh and Um, you know express ideas and grow together so um, it's just it's a true joy for me to come to this office I love this space I love this neighborhood I love the people here Um, but I think that's how we all feel because we're we're creating that environment together
1: that's that's fantastic that's fantastic I, I mean, Ron, when you're ready to uh, to redo the uh, the Studio 202 lobby, you know who to talk to, right? <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> Absolutely. exactly.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, again, like you, Kyle, when I'm walking by, you know, the, the space just looks so inviting, right? And, you know, Jennifer, I wanted to ask you about collaboration, right? Mm-hmm. So one of the things for us, you know, as content creators, you know, we, we are excited that the tools... Have gotten better when it comes to teams working in a collaborative environment. What is what, what is that situation like for your team?
2: Well, so we are very well um, connected remotely. So what I mean is, there's um, times when people on the team are you know working from other states or you know different parts of the city, um, and so we've learned to adapt to how to work together um, using technology, um, and some of the key ones. So we use Slack. I don't know if you've ever heard of Slack. It's a software that's kind yep, of like mm-hmm. a desktop messenger. And okay. This has transformed the way that I exist in the professional space, because I am able to stay connected with every person on my team all day, every day from different locations and always be a part of the small conversations that may seem meaningless but like the chit chat, you know, it's like the funny little thing or the creative little, oh, did you see this? Or um, the fact that we can all just kind of share those things um, organically and kind of in a constant flow allows us to stay connected um, in an emotionally creative way. And so things as simple as that have really changed. It's not like you have to send an email to 16 people to tell them about some cool thing you saw. but the technology for connection on on our servers and, um, you know, sharing files, you know, it's just different these days. It's all cloud based. Um, it's seamless. I can be on a job site, pick up my phone and access every project file we have. If I'm like referencing an old job or um, something that, you know, someone sent in a week ago, it, it's just it's so seamless for what we do these days to be able to um, just be able to access information and share information so, so seamlessly. So that helps us as a team. Um, but also with our clients being able to work in different parts of the country, um, you know, we have architects in North Carolina and in Denver who, um, you know, it's almost like we're having meetings with them. where we're able to share software and, you know, share screen time together and, and work out problems without necessarily having to be in the same space together. Um, and I think a lot of that was already starting to happen before COVID hit, but I think the necessity pushed people to just rely on it. It was more um, not this idea of what could be, but it was just the fact this is what is. Um, so now I think it's it's just provided us even more... Um, of a collaborative environment with people all over the country, which is really exciting.
1: Well, and closer to home, uh, you guys are a certified business enterprise, um, registered business here in DC. That's phenomenal. So uh, for all those developers um, with CBE requirements uh, as part of their uh, community agreements, Bandura Design is a CBE, so there That's you go. right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and
2: that it took a lot of work to get that, and I think it's important. You know, I think we want to be representing the D.C. community um, and making a meaningful impact uh, here. And so um, I think to whatever degree, I know that those are requirements from the city, but they also do represent small businesses who are invested here. So I think it's a really um, it's special for us.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. And uh, that enables too it enables um, organizations like Main Street programs to to be able to hire um, local businesses to provide services um, b2B type services yeah. um, so um, we're thrilled to know that you're a CBE not only for your own benefit but for our benefit too. yeah <laughs> and we'll talk about that later yeah. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Yeah. Um, well, Jennifer, um, please uh, tell people where they can see some examples of your work.
2: Well, we would love for you to follow us on Instagram. It's uh, at Bandura Design. Um, it's probably where we're most active and engaged. Um, we are also on Facebook, um, and our website is www.banduradesign.com. Um, so a lot of our projects are there. Um, and the day-to-day fun stuff that we're doing is always on Instagram. So, <laughs> excellent. excellent, absolutely.
1: Yep. And, um, for those of you interested, they're, uh, located at 2216 Rhode Island Avenue Northeast here in Washington, DC. Um, but, uh, we've got we got listeners far outside the D.C. area, so don't feel like you've got to just be local to enjoy the, the work of Bandura Design. Um, as they've pointed out, they do work all over the country. Yeah. Um, so check them out, banduradesign.com and at Bandura Design on Instagram again. Uh, Jennifer Ferris, thank you so much uh, for spending time with us today
2: for inviting me it's really fun and i love sharing about this amazing team um and i really appreciate the work you're doing in our neighborhood so thank you Oh,
1: thanks 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 um so uh once again folks Pandora design jennifer ferris our guest today thank you jennifer and um thanks everyone for tuning into another episode we'll see you next time bye